dear disciples and dear friends of the disciples, in this difficult land we are living through, we find the figure of Saint Joseph. And Saint Joseph reminds us of a very important word, the word father. This is a word, father, that the prodigal son discovered in this time of hunger that destroyed the country he was living in after living in the house of his father. He discovered again the word father, the father who had shown a good memory in him, the good memory that you can live in the house of your father and that this, ho this home will be always open to you. So what is that these difficult times tells us about fatherhood? The father is not like a grandfather in that he has the task to educate the child. Father is called to a special firmness in education. And this corresponds very well with our difficult and arduous time. Certainly the father is the one who gives us what we need. He loves us. But at the same time, he is the one who loves us from the distance, encouraging us to walk a path. We have the example in, in antiquity, in classical antiquity of Aeneas who was the man who set off on a journey from the city of Troy in order to found, to found Rome. He carried on his shoulders the tradition, his elderly father and kisses, the divinities of the city in his hands and also his son. And he started a, a difficult path to start a new country, Italy. So we, we find the father as a man of, of the way of the great journey. We can think of St. Joseph as well, whose solemnity we celebrated, we just celebrated. It's the man of the great journey and of the long distance. It's the man who needs to go from Nazareth to Bethlehem, from Bethlehem to Egypt. And then it's the one who suffers the, the, the loss of his child during the pilgrimage to Jerusalem. It's the man who travels and by traveling, he's able to also open a way for his child to understand that life is a journey in which you need to grow through this journey. We see here a relationship, a collaboration between motherhood and fatherhood. The mother is the one who was from the beginning there with the child. She embraced us in her womb. She was breastfeeding us when we needed, when we needed it. The father instead was in the distance. The presence of the father is not immediate, but in this way he, he opens up a way for the child. He hugs his child, he embraces his child, but from a distance, from afar, so that the child can grow. It's very important that the, the father is the one who helps the desires of the child to grow beyond the immediate satisfaction so that they be transformed. As the mother generates the body of the child, the father generates the desires of the child, a desire of fulfillment. For that reason, the father uh, opens up a way and in a certain sense, he creates a wound in the, in the child, which is necessary for the child to grow. This difficult time is also a time of wounds because it shows our fragility. Is the time in which the father manifests himself that he is also wounded because he himself had to walk 
this path of growth and to face difficult times. For him to do so, for the, for the father to be a good father, he needs to learn how to receive. He needs to understand that his fatherhood is not based on his own strength, but he comes from someone else, from the other father, God the Father. This difficult time of the epidemic is not going to be a time which the father shows himself as the one who knows everything and controls everything. It's the time in which the father will show himself as a father by relying on someone else, by relying on God. The father reveals himself as a father when he recognizes a greater father. In the, in the gospel, Jesus says that no father gives to his child a stone when he asks for bread. But notice, he's not just saying that the father gives bread to his child when he asks for bread. This is not a task of the father. It's not just giving bread. Jesus, when he, when he gives his answer, he, said, he says, the heavenly father will give the Holy Spirit to those who are in need, to those who are asking him. He's not just granting our desires, but he is giving to us something bigger than our desires, the Holy Spirit. So to the child that is asking for bread, the father gives something more than bread. He gives the word that gives meaning to this bread, not by bread alone. He gives the, the work, the capacity of working that can generate the bread. So the father enlarges the desire of the child, of the son. This, the father does this because he knows that there is a heavenly father from whom everything comes. In his work, Radiation of Fatherhood, a work by Carl Wojtyla, St. John Paul II, this sin of Adam is described as the unwillingness to become a father, the unwillingness to accept fatherhood. Adam accepts to be a biological father, but nothing beyond that. He says, it is too much to be a father and to carry on my shoulders the destiny of others. I don't know, I don't want to do that. This is, this is yours. God, this is, your, this is your task. And because of this sin of rejecting the greatness of fatherhood, Adam remains alone. But then Christ arrives. Karawitila says that Christ teaches Adam how to be a father. And he says to Adam, in order to become a father, you need to learn to be a child. The more you are to be a father, the more you need to learn how to be a child. Now this is the moment of addressing God as a father and asking him the strength to be like him, fathers, because by receiving the strength from God, we can open up to our children the path of greatness, of transforming their desires into a desire for, for something that is beyond us, that is God. Today, the father reveals himself as a father by kneeling before the father from whom all fatherhood comes. May St. Joseph teach us the strength of the word father in this time of difficulty.